Hey guys, before we get into the episode, it blows my mind that we're launching another podcast. And this time, I actually want to feature you guys as a guest. Now, if you're a six-figure entrepreneur who has your own podcast and you listen to the show, I actually want to interview you on our brand new podcast, which is called Six Figure Podcast Rebels. You just need to go to www.top100interview.com and you can apply to get featured. All right, guys, back to the show. Have you ever looked at yourself in the mirror and thought, wow, I really thought I'd be further ahead by now? If so, you are not alone. I've spent the last two years traveling the globe looking for the answers. The problem is, it's fear of failure that was holding me and so many of you back. I realized that no one was telling the real story of entrepreneurship. So I flew to the US, decided to face my fear and go all out to build my million dollar business completely from scratch. But the real question is, how will I do it? Join me on my journey and find out as we build our online tribe and share the internet's top marketing secrets. My name is Jamie Atkinson, and this is the Entrepreneur Junkie Movement. Welcome back to another episode of the Entrepreneur Junkie Movement. I just got back from watching a film and I'm super excited because it was that Angel has fallen film, Gerald Butler. And I got back super pumped up, just biked back in downtown Boise, getting super excited for Off Mind in the next couple of days. And I decided, you know what? I've been meaning to do a breakdown podcast episode for probably the last, I don't know, five days, two weeks. How long has it been since Unlock the Secrets has been going on? And I decided, you know what? Forget all this dilly-dallying, forget waiting. I'm actually going to just go and talk about it right now because I'm super excited. So what I wanted to do was I wanted to bring on every single person that's going to be um, actually at the event. And I'm going to get a bunch of you guys coming on to discuss exactly what Unlock the Secrets was all about. And I'm super excited. So, you know, for any of you guys who are listening right now and you're thinking, you know what, this is going to be fun. I want to listen in. Over the next however long, I'm just going to be bringing on people and we're just going to be shooting the shit and talking about Unlock the Secrets, which is crazy. I'm prepared. I've got my Unlock the Secrets secrets book, which shares all of these beautiful secrets that Russell Brunson took us all through over this three-day live event. I've got my book. I've got everything that I made as notes. I'm just going to straight up run through this stuff. I'm going to bring in guests. I'm going to have guests disappearing. I'm going to be just having a bunch of fun talking about this, which is crazy. So you know what? I'm going to bring in my first guest because why not? Let's just go crazy and have this shit going off like mad. Caleb, what's going up, man? So one of my favorite people in the world, Caleb Williams, absolutely infiltrated the Unlock the Secrets event, which was super fun. And I'm super glad he's back on the podcast. Some of you guys won't actually know that Caleb has been on the podcast yet because the episode hasn't come out. But I'm super glad to have you here again, Caleb. You are muted, by the way, so nobody can hear you. But dude, are you ready to unlock the secrets with me? It's going to be such a pleasure being on here, man. I love you. I'm I'm grateful that I could be a guest on your your live show. Oh, yeah. Actually, I've actually got your book in my hand, which is super awesome. So this podcast is going to be super thrown together. They're super impromptu. We're going to have people hopefully coming in, coming out. And I really just wanted to shoot the shit about the big takeaways from Unlock the Secrets because I've been wanting to talk about this for probably the last week and a half. And I know the longer I wait to talk about all of the stuff that happened, the more is going to drip out of my brain. But after coming to the event, I made some pretty drastic changes to my business. I mean, I've cut away probably 50% of what I was doing and I'm going to probably continue to cut away at least another 25% over the next couple of months to simply 
simplify, to focus on what Russell was talking about. But for anybody that's listening that, you know, wants to understand a little bit about what the big takeaway for Unlock the Secrets were, for you, Caleb, if you could summarize Unlock the Secrets in just a couple of sentences, what would be the takeaway? Yeah, so first of all, dude, it was great you. And I think the power of being in the room with people that understand like what we're all talking about. Like everyone thinks that we're crazy at marketers, but like we're all speaking the same language. And you remember one one first hold when we met, and that was one of my biggest takeaways, is one funnel. Like what? one before you get read out all over the place. And I don't know about you, but I, I struggle with drifting out. And oh, I want to do all this crap and we get nothing done. And the reality is one funnel, make it, make a million dollars through a funnel and then talk about headphones. And you know what? And, it, and I'm exactly like everybody else out there. I did one funnel for about 20 minutes. And then I had the first batch of people come through. And then I was like, oh, I sold this people on this stuff now. I need to sell them the next thing, right? right. That was my that was my thing. And I'm just going to take my socks off. Way too hot here. This is this is about as raw as my podcasts have ever got. Literally, I'm in this Airbnb chilling out with my homies talking about Unlock the Secrets. Very raw and real, which I love. But yeah, dude, honestly, the biggest takeaway I had from the event was exactly what you just said. Simplify, yeah. go back to basics. Um, what was what was your favorite part of the event? What was the biggest thing you loved? So, and then the other thing is, the other thing is the importance of a hook. And I hope you break that down because I think so many people, their hooks are stuff. Like, why would I even want to listen to what you're talking about kind of deal? So that that's the other thing. But my favorite part of the event is honestly, the after the, after everyone was like, like conversation in, uh, in the evening and like just talking and catching up on, on like business, but then also like just hearing people's stories and hearing how people are applying strategy in different ways. And as you know, like there's, I mean, I'm sure you're going to have a bunch of on here that you like met or become better friends at this, at this conference. So one funnel, make sure that you have a solid hook. And then dude, what's the ROI of being genuine? Dude, this is for real. And and we're both podcasters. So we kind of get this, right? We, we put our authentic self out there for people to see, but it really is, you know, what people connect with, um, whether you're at an event, whether you're in person, whether you're publishing, because you know, one of my big takeaways from the event was was really the anticipation. And it, and it feels like everybody's anticipating that there's going to be a huge shakeup real soon. And owning an email list, having your own publishing platform, um, having that authority in the space where people are coming to your party as opposed to you going to theirs, it feels like everybody is hedging their bets. It feels like yeah. everybody is bunking down for the impending war that's about to hit you know it's kind of like a crazy euphemism and uh, and a crazy thing to think about but everybody is expecting shit to hit the fan pretty soon right and yeah. i'm just super excited to be able to help people understand the importance of it all so yeah dude I'm, I'm super pumped about the whole event did you do any drastic alterations to your business after coming back to the event like doubling down on anything or uh personally i'm going into the event i was very focused on like what what like what we had to do as a company and so no but it was like up until then we cut off a lot of stuff that we were already doing and I also think it's, it's, it, I love Caleb Maddox and it'd be cool if you jumped on in here but like he's just like this whole idea of passive hack versus passive income is also a good reminder and the importance of for me having to want to win stages is also really so for me nothing like radically changed from the event but because because I'm like working with people like you it was like good reminder and it was like Caleb like stay on track because like I, if I'm coming out with some funnel I punch me in the face you know what I'm saying yeah. like we yeah. what we have is amazing we have to continue to push ahead and I'm, I'm literally in Salt Lake City right now working on how to better promote our, our our offering and this is exactly where we be and so I'm I'm grateful for uh, grateful for it and, and like I said it was amazing man yeah you too man and I'm loving all the stuff you guys
guys are doing with the Dream 100. It's really cool yeah. you really taking that approach and, and really owning it and kicking butt. And um, yeah, and I loved a lot. Well, of and that's the thing. If you, if you want to unpack that, I don't know how much I have jumped on. That's exactly what we as company. And we've been focusing on that. And it's been huge. Talk to me a little bit about that. So Dream 100, for any of you guys like watching or listening, is is getting a hundred a list of 100 plus people that if they go out and endorse, if they invite you or if they send an email out to their list, if they just by them being a part of your business, by them doing that, it's like going to be a game changer. So if you think about your business, think about like who in that, who in that space or who could you be associated that if they endorse you, it's game over. For instance, Russell Brun's probably on both of our Dream 100. Hell by yeah. Him by saying, the top, right? Right. By him saying, you know, Jamie's the coolest guy in the world. If you want to start a podcast, you got to go to work with him. Like you could spend thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars on Facebook or have that endorsement. And I would rather have the Russell. So it's, it's, it's associating yourself with that and then and then taking it to the next level is how do you incorporate your business with their business and how do you lead with value? So I'm not going to say, listen, like just promote me because because I'm, you know, you should. It's the, how can I add value to your company and and what we offer can add value to your audience. And oh, by the way, we can figure out a way for you to win too financially as well as your audience being better off. And with that win, uh, we've just, we're, we've just are using uh, or reaching directly out to them. And I'm literally here in Salt Lake on someone on my Dream 100 and we're integrating something that when it goes through is going to be pretty it's going to make waves in our business one yeah, relationship for you yeah yeah so it's just it's just powerful man and if you guys haven't got a copy of the and asset yet what are you even doing like there's yeah. like 12 of you on here right like, now Go like literally He's like literally don't drop off for this, this live form because i feel like i'll never be asked on but and asset.com and ask.com uh let me know that you came podcast we'll throw some special in for you <laughs> i love that so much caleb it's it's super super fun to have you on here just to just to shoot the shit um what was what was some of the biggest things that you uh, took away from day two of the event? Because day two, we were talking about building the funnel specifically. And I'm going to go a little bit deeper onto this because that was one of the days where I got the most value out of the whole event. What was it? What was your biggest takeaway for day two? Biggest takeaway is that I, I shouldn't be in building my funnel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. No, honestly, so, I would love to hear your biggest takeaway because there's a lot and lots of lots of stuff that went to that. And I love how interact they were, how they like broke it down. Uh, but I literally have teams. And it, I would, I personally am not an integrator. And so I need to have a good high level of like offers, how things low. Um, but yeah, the importance of a team and my team was there with. Yeah, I like that. And, and Caleb was super fun, actually, because I saw you going around with the guy who was doing the videography. Super nice guy. But he was there the whole time doing videos as we're doing this. What's up, bro? And I loved it because you were getting this kind of raw footage of these conversations with always killer. But yeah, my, my big takeaways from day two was all about like how Russell was simplifying the whole value ladder because there's going to be a ton of you who are listening to right now who are thinking about okay well i understand what a value ladder is right there's a ton right. of who are like hey it's like these all of these different steps you start off with the cheap thing you end up with the high thing and i know when i first got started what i did was i mapped out all of these steps of the value ladder i was like all right there's my freebie and there's yep. my seven dollar product and there's my 47 dollar product and there's this and there's that and then i actually had what russell calls a value maze pretty yeah. after like figuring it out and what i loved about day two was that russell kind of broke down the different types of funnels that you can have into these different elements, which is so useful. And uh, and I'm, I'm actually going to go through that in just a second, which is going to be so cool. Caleb, is there anything else that you want to... This, this is what I would say, is, and this is what Russell says, uh, use buyer to buy. And I think one of the, the tricks with the value ladder, and I can't wait to see kind of what you bring up next, is so many of us use people in what we're offering. Don't use them. Yeah, that's, that's huge because when you don't know what to sell somebody on, or even worse, if they don't know what to buy because there's too many choices, you're going to 
be really stuck. And, and you know, it's yeah. interesting because I was listening to Steve Larson's podcast the other day and most people don't actually know what a company's value ladder is. So ask yeah. me this, like how can you buy their products if you don't even know what the products are that you can buy? Like how many times have you um, seen an offer and then you go back to that person and you're like, oh man, there was an offer here and now I can't find it and I can't figure out where it is. Like how many buyers do you think escape from just going down those kind of alley holes? Yeah. So what was really cool about this from this event is that I took away that one, you only need to focus on the one product in the value ladder that's going to make a difference. Yeah. And B, we're now focusing on our webinar. Like we, the last week we've been literally um, breaking apart our whole business to focus on delivering on the one thing we know we've done really well, which is our, our podcast profit lab. And the idea behind that was, hey, we've given people results. There's a ton of people that are killing it in this space. Now we just need to focus on actually getting the damn thing done and getting it out there. And what was interesting was that my in my mind, I thought to myself, okay, if I'm going to get free leads, I need to have a free lead man. If I'm going to do, um, you know, and indoctrinate somebody into my brand, I need to sell them my $27 product. And, you know, if I want to sell somebody on my higher end product, I need to get them on the phone and I need to sell them to my coaching or whatever it is. But what was really interesting is that Russell was saying that it doesn't matter whether you leads, whether you want to indoctrinate somebody or whether you want to go break even and, you know, create like a self-liquidating offer funnel. You can do that pretty much with any of these funnels and still hit a million dollars, which I thought was kind of crazy when I thought about it. But if you think about it, a lead funnel, even if it's the cheapest one that you do, is usually going to lead to some sort of self-liquidating offer. And you have people um, like Ali Jerk, she uh, is doing an SLO funnel right now. And for anybody that doesn't know what an SLO funnel is, it's kind of like a funnel which goes from a freebie to a cheap product that's maybe seven to $27. And then it goes to a, another product, which is you know $47. And the idea is SLO stands for self-liquidating offer. So if you put money in the front end, it basically liquidates the cost to make it free for you to acquire a customer. Now, Ali, she's killing it with her SLO. She's done over 280K from her SLO funnel in less than four months. So wow. that funnel, which is designed to break even, is by the end of the year, probably going to be making her close to a million dollars. And that blew my mind because I was like, wow, she's going from a freebie straight in. And that's literally the first step of the value ladder, right? Like freebie into the SLO, which was crazy. Then you've got other people who are using uh, what's called an unboxing funnel, which Russell broke down, which is things like challenges or, you know, other cheaper products. And then you see other people like Christy Code Red this year was at Funnel Hacking Live talking about a challenge funnel that she did, you know, a million. I think she didn't hit a million with a challenge funnel, but I think she did like 560K from her challenge funnel in literally a couple of months, which was absolutely crazy. And guess what happened with that? Like she generated a ton of free leads. She indoctrinated people inside of that, inside of that funnel. And then they sold a high price product on the back end. Yeah. It's crazy. So, you know, she didn't need that lead funnel. Her challenge funnel was doing that. And then you have other people who are doing the webinar. And by the way, Russell still says the quickest way to two comma club is a webinar funnel. He loves those things, right? He's the king of webinars. But a webinar funnel, if you think about it, is a lead generator on the front end. Like you can get leads for super, super cheap. Um, the second page of the webinar funnel, you can liquidate that offer. Um, I was speaking to somebody inside um, Steve Larson's team the other day and his uh, item that he has on the second page of his webinar funnel, I think he sells it in his MLM hacks for like $57. That single item liquidates almost all of his traffic costs. It's crazy, right? But he has that. So basically between the webinar registration and that product on the first page, he's basically yep. getting free traffic. And that's just running all day, every day, generating traffic and leads for him, which is crazy. So if you're thinking you need to have a freebie to generate leads, or you need to have a challenge funnel to indoctrinate people, or you need to have an SLO funnel to liquidate your costs, the truth is whichever funnel you go for, you're going to be able to do all of that. So your best effort is actually spent on fixating on just one funnel, being obsessed 
obsessive over it. Yeah, if you want to do a challenge funnel, go kill it. Go speak to someone like Austin Ford, the king of challenge funnels. If you want to do an SLO, go follow what Ali's doing. She's killing it with the SLO. If you want to go and follow somebody in you know, the health space, go look at what Christy Code Red is doing. You just need to go and take somebody that's doing the model right now, somebody who's executing on Russell's framework and just go and funnel hack them. And by funnel hacking, you know, Russell says it's not copying. It's going and taking those proven principles and then applying them to your business in a way that makes sense. And, you know, that honestly has been one of my biggest takeaways from these funnels is just do the one funnel that's going to get you there the quickest. And that will give you leads. It will indoctrinate your customers. You'll be able to sell them on the product. You'll be able to liquidate all of your ad costs through that product. And then only once it's done a shit ton of money, do you then give those people the next step. And the whole time you just build up that anticipation. You don't let them go cold. You know, you still email them, you speak to them, you get yeah. excited about the thing that's going to come in the future. You build up that pressure so that once you hit the million, you know, you just go and release the next product and you hit the 2 million or the 3 million like that. Now, how many people does Russell talk about that get to two comma club? And then like six months later, they've done a second or a third two comma club because they released all that pressure that's right yeah. at the top end, which is kind of crazy, which I definitely like. Anything to share on that? What was that, man? I said, you got anything to share on that? Yeah, I mean, I think you I summarized that pretty pretty well. I, I would say this, it's the finding that one funnel that works and it, the magic is if you can create, if you can buy, get leads for free and then build up that anticipation and momentum. I mean, that's exactly what, I mean, again, that's exactly what we're doing with our company. If we have one offer and we're building up a lot, we're building up a community through podcasting, which by the way, like I, I'll do a little promotion for you. If you are a business owner and you don't have a podcast, like what's wrong with you? you know? <laughs> I mean, Russell said you like, need a podcast, right? Right, right. Like it's a no, it's a no brainer because you're building community and it's not, you don't have to offer something on podcast or time. You're just give them, giving them um, value and building that community. And then it's a most intimate because they're hearing your voice. They're getting to know you. And that's one of the things that quite frankly, like you didn't pay me to say this, but like, that's what we're doing in our business. Yes, we're, we're driving your business. Yes, we have Dream 100. Yes, we have funnels built up, but we're really building a community via email podcasts. And I think the combination of email and podcasts are pretty profound. Yeah, it's interesting because I always find that um, people speak to me a lot more in email. I feel like I connect with people more in email and I buy through email, but I also get a deeper connection through podcasting as well. So I feel yeah. like those two mediums when paired together really, really effectively. This is interesting because a lot of people want to repurpose. They want to put stuff on YouTube. They want to put stuff on Facebook. But my argument is unless you've got a full team, probably like you, Caleb, but yeah. unless you have a full team of people who are going to be able to do it and execute on the strategy effectively, you almost just need to pick one pillar, whether it's totally. Facebook lives, whether it's YouTube, whether it's podcast, pick one pillar, no. pair it with a really great email marketing campaign and just own that shit, right? Like speak yeah. people frequently, funnel them in. What's the, what's some of the big differences you've noticed since you started podcasting? Because you're pretty new into the podcast game, right? You started, what, three, four months ago? Yeah, yeah. Well, consistently. I think like everyone, they have like, they put a show up on, on Apple, but we, I mean, you get three, 400 people listening per episode. And what's crazy is the engagement of just people like reaching out to us. Like you said, I mean, we have people, I have people almost every day right now. And we're just getting started. I have someone every day on their LinkedIn, our email, our Instagram, reaching out and for podcasts. And like, if you think about the compound effect of that, that's pretty nuts. And we're just getting started. It's also humbling back, release something. And you know that people are actually time out of their day to listen to it. Especially when it's just you talking on the microphone, you know? Or, I know. And, and sometimes you share really personal stuff, go really deep with people. And then other times, you know, you're just spitting out pure value. And it's kind of, like you said, it's real humbling to know that we're on the other end listening yeah. to it, you know? Yeah. People so, yeah, who I'm, will I'm spend that time. It. Yeah, I'm it. And, and so one of the big things that I'm, I'm doing is I'm being intentional about getting good podcast interviews. But then I'm also having talk where I'm talking five, 10, 15 minutes just on into building more of that authority well. So that combination um, is, has been pretty powerful. 
people and I'm always open. I'm, I'm, if you come up with good ideas, dude, you gotta hit me up and let me know. So yeah. So I mean, I say, let's, let's just, let's just brainstorm some podcast stuff on air. Cause I really love this idea of what you did. So Russell was talking about, um, a couple of things, right? He was talking about funnels in general. He's talking about the funnel basics and the fundamentals. But then in the final day, he's talking about dream 100 follow-up funnels and what you can do to continue to follow up your people. Now, one thing that we're really going to be experimenting, experimenting with soon is, okay, well, how do you continue to engage with your audience and how can you change that medium to do some different? So one thing yeah. that we really like the idea of is instead of doing regular emails, and I see you do this already in the emails that you send out, Caleb, instead of doing emails, which are always text, it's like, let's do an email, which is video, or let's do an email, which is audio. And what's really cool about this, and I see the way that you do it, is like you have literally an animated GIF of the videos right there and people click on it, zoom it. It's almost like a private message from you yeah. to people. And they're literally, and you even say like, hey, this is just a 45 second clip. I just want to share something with you really quick. And that's yeah. really smart because it's about the same time that people would spend reading the email. They're going to probably scan through it anyway. So they think, oh yeah, no, why not? But they're hearing your voice, which is the real right. thing, right? How can you continue to follow up with people, keep them indoctrinated and at the same time, get them to know you as a deeper person? So I think so that's- Can I make a recommendation to your audience? Go read Super Fans by Pat Flynn because it's this idea and that's what we're doing through podcasts, creating Super Fans. And that's that's how, that's powerful. That's why video, that's why when someone re reaches out to me, I always reach back out and we'll go above beyond thank them because if someone's time to listen to you or I, like they're a super fan. We need to like thank them and make sure that our goal should maybe be in the number of people that subscribe to our podcast or listen. I would much rather have a hundred per fans than a thousand people passively listening to my stuff. Yeah, dude. I mean, the super fans thing is really smart because yeah. is it you only need a thousand true fans to be able yeah. to succeed and to be able to accomplish your wildest dreams. And, you know, I see this every day because, you know, you have amazing entrepreneurs like, you no, know, I know a guy called Chad Thibodeau. He's real um, popular inside the ClickFunnels community. But when he speaks, he's got these kind of core fans that always listen. It doesn't matter yeah. what he's talking about. He, they will be hanging on his every word. And he doesn't have thousands of people. I think on his like Instagram, I think he's got like less than a thousand people, right? So some people would look at him and say, he's not somebody that I would even be interested. But I know, you know, he did a JV with somebody recently and they did $180,000 from a Facebook live, right? Because that yeah. has got the attention of the people that are important. Yeah. He's, got, he's got his diehard true fans, which are the ones that really take action. And you know what Chad did to get that authority in his space? He gave a shit ton of free value. He had this amazing Facebook group where just almost every day he was live in there teaching and teaching and teaching. He's actually, I think he's a preacher um, by trade, which is amazing. Yeah. Actually, that he now teaches people online business. I know he has a big background. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's like a perfect example of somebody that I know that does exactly that stuff, right? It's having those true fans. What yeah. else? Because I know you're doing some cool stuff with the Dream 100 reaching out to people. Do you want to share some of that stuff about yeah. what you're doing? Yeah, I mean, we're, we have, I mean, this is here. Here's a perfect example. So this right here, uh, here, let me pull this up. Um, we, I, I believe in gratitude and I believe in gifts. So this guy right here is Pete, Pete Vargas. He's a good, good friend of mine. And um, he's like the age whisperer. He's like the Russell Brunson of stages. Okay. This guy's awesome. Really helped me out a lot. And so when one of the things that I'm doing, I'm, I'm, I mean, he doesn't even know this. Hopefully he's not watching. Uh, but when I see him, <laughs> when I see him in about, I'm going to get, or less than, when I see him on Thursday, I'm going to give him this with a card and just thank him again. And a picture of his family, nothing to do with my business, by the way, just uh, something to say thank you. And whether he puts it up in his house or his office or whatever, I know there's something that he's going to want, want up because his beautiful family and we actually put time into making it nice. So what I'm doing is I'm really trying to go deep and I'm not afraid to bend money on both that I want to like go for with. And, and so that, that looks like intentionally reaching out via bomb bomb 
I have a, a something that I'll send in the mail where they can open it up and it's in my personal video of talking to them. Um, and then we also use just, you know, other other methods of, of, of gift that are actual. Um, I have another buddy of mine who runs a company that you get your face, your, your sock, sock with someone's face on it. And so that's another <laughs> thing that we'll do is we'll like send uh, a face, a socks with their face on it. And I'll say that really stand out for sure because there's not a lot of people Ooh, doing that. That's cool. So, and, you, and just to clarify, you're putting their face on these socks. You're not putting your their own face. face not, right? No, 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 no. People get confused, right? They're like, oh, I'm going to put my face on everything. You know, like. <laughs> oh, oh, not win friends or influence anyone. Put yeah, your face right. on everything. And 100%. So. so talk to me about, because there's going to be people out there who want to use Dream 100, but maybe they don't have tons of like capital right now to go and spend. Yeah. You know, because those gifts aren't, che- aren't cheap, right? You're spending like 30 to $50 probably on these gifts for people. Right. Just yeah. super thoughtful. So what are some really cheap ways that people can do the same kind of thing? Because it, it's really about a heartfelt gift, right? Dude, you want to know one of the most effective gifts I've done that was absolutely free? Go to my Facebook page right now and watch the gratitude video that I made for Pete. That's something that I did now. Yes, we had a team that helped me make that. Um, but making gratitude videos is totally free. And yet it, it's so amazing because it, it edifies the person that you want to see, like want, want to become better friends with. But then it also does it publicly, which is really key. The other thing is like, I am a huge fan of video mail. As you know, I send it out to my group all yeah. the time. And and you'd be shocked at a, a, a less than a minute video email. You get that in the mail or you get that in email like that. That's going to be significant. Um, and then the big thing is going to be in this big, find a person that's next with that person. Do you want to meet, do you want to meet me? And if you, if you want to meet me and you get in touch with Jamie, he connects you with me. I will talk. That's just how the world works versus, I mean, you'll hit me up cold. I, I'll do my best, you know, but it's like, you're always better if you're, if you're connected with someone. And so usually the people that we know, like finding ways that they're connected and that's really, I don't spend a ton of money other than the fact of like, I'll be willing to travel to someone, spend time with them. But like, I just really understand how people are connected and how that works. And then I understand that like a, a one key relationship could be make or break what we do. Yeah, it's really interesting because you're very, very intentional. Um, and, and you know, it's interesting because some people could listen to this and they might think, oh, well, I don't want to do that because it sounds manipulative. But the truth is, you know, in terms of the way that you're reaching out to people, you're not trying to win, you know, make friends to then manipulate them. You're really just trying to make friends because you want to get to know them and you want to get to know these people. The reason, kind of reason we're all broke is no one knows what we have to offer value that think about that if, if people if what you have can actually change those lives and you're not sharing that with people you know how selfish that is that's the mindset i have i don't think it's manipulating i i think we, like if we can truly change people's lives which we can i truly believe that dude like i need i have a moral responsibility to get that out and share that and the best way to do it for me at least and i think is is not to spend a bunch of money on facebook and by the way we will be running facebook like we we've done that in the past and we're not gonna stop but for me i would much rather spend a hundred dollars on saying thank you and, and being thoughtful to someone that if they could be in my network, we could impact so many more people than just doing a shotgun approach. That for me was kind of my one big takeaway. It wasn't necessarily at the conference, but it was just a big takeaway that I've, the epiphany that I've had these last couple months. Yeah. And it, and you know what? There was a lot of talk about impact. One of the big things that I like that Russell talked about was he talked about, hey, when we do our team meetings, at the end of the team meeting, and I, and I don't know if you caught this, because I think it was on the first day, he said, every uh, team meeting that we end, we tell a story of how we impacted somebody. Yeah. And then they say at the end of the meeting, they say, what we do matters. And they do that with all of the ClickFunnels employees. Every morning, all of them come together. You want to know what's crazy? We have uh, what's called the Wealth Hack Wall and we're we're in process creating it and it's everyone that's our client picture and it's Wealth Impact, all the people and then and just a reminder of why we what we do. That's hilarious that I, I was there for that session. Uh, but that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, it was really powerful because, you know, and I know he draws very heavily from Alex Schaff and the way that he runs his teams. Yep. And I love the idea of bringing people together. Um, you know, the whole team almost on that even key all together, you know, hearing it top all the way.
way down about the stuff that they're doing yeah. that makes a difference. And um, I, I got to wrap up in about two minutes, man. I'm so grateful that I get to come on. Yeah, dude, this is always fun. You know, I always love an excuse to chat with you, especially when we're on the podcast. <laughs> a ton of fun, right? Is this one this one's gonna air before my our other one? Actually, uh, yeah, because it's live on Facebook right now, right? So <laughs> listen, kind of everyone, if you like listen to our podcast, that's pretty good. Believe it or not. Yeah, dude, it's not even that far away. So I'm gonna I'm gonna blast <laughs> it like crazy because it's yeah. it was it was really a lot of fun when we got on the show, right? Like we we got kind that of was fun digging into the story and stuff, which is cool. But Caleb, thanks for coming on, man. Like this has been the Jamie and Caleb show, so I love these chances I get to speak with you. Um, I really appreciate you digging deep and sharing a lot about what you're doing in business because not everyone's always so willing to tell everybody their secrets. So I think it's super cool and I love how you're super aligned what you're doing and yeah, just keep going at it, man. Killing. Thanks, man. Take care. Right. Keep killing Take it as well. Bye. No worries. Take care, man. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe and here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high-ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.